This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hello and welcome back to the Wildcat Scoop Podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with... Jason Shear. And you may have heard, Arizona just, you know, opened a can of whoop-ass Wow, Shelby on ASU. took one minute to say a bad word. And, uh, you know, the final score was 105 to 60. No big deal. It was awesome. Um... We have a lot of words to say about it. Jason was at the game. I suppose. You're like super famous now. You can't even go anywhere in public anymore. Soon you will be sitting on top of the world. That was my fortune cookie tonight from our Chinese food. Isn't that great? Wow. Do the Um, read. Let's get funky. All right. So as usual, we need to shout out our sponsor. Investing should be easy. Buy low and sell high. But what seems simple can get tricky in a complex field. It is too easy to encounter pitfalls in the investment space, but seeking professional advice can help you reach your goals. At Longview Insurance and Investments, we're your local professionals based right here in Tucson. Let us help you create a personalized investment portfolio that reflects your unique risk tolerance, time horizon, and goals. Visit our website at www.longviewinsuranceandinvestments.com to learn more. Shout out, Andre. I also met his wife tonight. And you met wife. Emily. They had a little date night tonight. Aww. He has yet to see a good basketball game. I know. Every time he goes, it's I like a like a it's murder. It's kind of funny. The one game he missed was the only close game. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I'm not complaining, but, you know, it's funny. Uh, yeah. You know, I think Bobby Hurley actually had a good quote at the end of the game, post-game. I haven't heard the whole thing, but... I don't know the exact quote, but I had asked someone that listened to Bobby, and he basically said that this was a result that he feared while watching the tape. I think college basketball, more than any sport, really, more than the NBA, more than college football, more than any sport, is matchup-based. Like, even if the number one team in the country, as we see in the tournament, faces a team that maybe does things that they don't do as well you know, like... Or size, or... You well, know. like, Arizona's... I don't want to say matchup nightmare, but Arizona's matchup they probably don't want to see is a big man that can extend the floor, which is one of the reasons why Stanford happens to play well against Arizona, right? Right. ASU doesn't spread the floor with anyone. Right. Their offense, as we mentioned in the preview, is, is bad. It is a what I call a do-you offense, Right. When you put on the film and you compare ASU and the type of team they would never want to see, it is basically video of Arizona. And, and Hurley, to his credit, pretty much admitted it after the game. Arizona 
is the worst matchup in the Pac-12 for ASU. They have a big that is significantly bigger and stronger than anything ASU can offer. They can match ASU's athleticism. In order to keep, in order to beat Arizona, oftentimes you have to be able to score with them. Most of the time, Arizona is going to score 70 points in a game, right? Right. ASU does not have that offense. Now, what surprised me tonight is ASU is actually a decent defensive team. By the numbers. By the numbers, statistically, and really overall. Like, going into this game, the most points they had allowed was very early in the season, if you remember that ridiculous late-night game against San Diego. Yeah, I remember that. Right, where they allowed 89 points. But this was statistically, Shelby, according to my guy Fry Rice on the message boards. Fry Rice! The most efficient game of the entire Tommy Lloyd era. Amazing. The only efficient game that compares to this is 2020 against NAU. Like, this was... It was stupid, right? And it wasn't a team like, I, you know, you recall when Arizona lost to Stanford. It, everything Stanford threw at the basket went in. This wasn't that. Uh, Arizona had, if I look it up, 52 points in the paint, right? If you took the points in the paint and the free throws by Arizona, they win this game. That's it. They didn't need, they didn't need, a, like, they didn't need anything extra. They didn't need an out, like the paint. 52, it was 60 to 52. ASU had 60 points. And Arizona had 52 in the paint compared to 16. Right? This wasn't a case of everything Arizona shot going in. This was a case of whatever Arizona wanted on offense. It just happened. It got, like, whatever it wanted. If it wanted a lob, it got a lob. If it wanted a three, it got a three. If it wanted to get fouled. I mean, Arizona went to the line 32 times. Right? 25 of 32, by the way. Um, And a lot of that was the fouling and the stupid at the end. But, you know, overall, it was just like, you know, it it, it was an ass-kicking. Like, oftentimes, you know, when we we go back on the blowout show, and and what do I say? Uh, The energy thing. Matching energy. Matching, but no, but most of all, sometimes we've had these podcasts where it's a blowout, and I just simply say one team is better than the other. Oh, okay, there's that. Right? There's nothing you can do. And look, I don't know what's going to happen when these teams face each other in Tempe. I, I would assume it'll be closer. But at the end of the day, Arizona's still an awful matchup for ASU. That's not going to change. And that's not going to change. It would have to take a very cold shooting night for Arizona to lose, knock on wood. But Arizona's offense, Shelby, I mean, I could read you statistics for days. My boy Greg Mraz. The, the Pac-12 statistician, again, I say this multiple podcasts, someone please hire him when the Pac-12 is gone. Arizona's 309 points over the last three games are the third most by a Pac-10 school since 1980. By the way, Arizona has the number one and two and three of the top five. Uh, four. They have four of the top five. The only one that is not Arizona is Oregon in 2001 and two. Third most, Right. You, I mean, it, it, it's just like this is the biggest margin of victory in this rivalry. It was amazing. Forty-five points. This is the first time, and this surprised me. Actually, this is the first time in twenty years that Arizona's dropped a hundred spot against ASU, which I predicted. You did. Pac-12 coaches with twenty wins in each of their first three seasons at the school, Shelby. 
right? There mm-hmm. are seven of them. Mm-hmm. Tommy Lloyd is one of them, right? These teams have met 246 times, and this was the biggest margin of victory. Tommy Lloyd, the first Arizona coach ever, and the seventh Pac-12 coach ever to win 20 games in each of his three seasons. You want me to keep going? Yeah, I'm just letting you cook. Arizona shot 67.7% from the field in the first half, which is the best in any Territorial Cup half since shooting 70% in the second half eight years ago. Uh, That was an ass-kicking. It was amazing. Take it, baby. I don't have a ton to... Take it, baby! I don't have a ton to add other than suck it, Bobby Hurley. That's it. That's it. That's all I got. By the way, people, I said over under half attack. I'm so disappointed. Bobby tried one time to get attacked. I actually want to shout out the refs. I thought the crew was better than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. But one thing that I noticed is Bobby Hurley tried a few times to get attacked with Bill Vavinovich or whatever his name is. And Bill walked away because he's like, I'm not giving you attack. I know you want attack and you don't want to be here right now. And I'm not letting it happen. So there's one time where Hurley went after him and he literally walked across the court. Nice. Like, I'm not giving you this shit. I know what it, you want, it, and I'm not giving it, it to you. It would have It's always just satisfying, but like, I mean, that's the 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 bigger picture, you know, not giving him what he wants because he doesn't want him to get the team fired up. He doesn't want to, you know, anything like that. Uh, the shenanigans, as it were. By the way, this whole forks down thing, and like Texas too, with this, you know, their stupid horns. It is not like someone flipped you off. Like they act like. You said something horrible to them in finger form. Like, literally. I th- Okay, so here's the thing, right? I am a big... You will never hear me talk about shit talking. I love it. I want all the smoke. I don't care if another team does it. I thought it was... I, I think there's a place and a time. So the score is, like, uh, what was it? 20 to 20, right? Yeah. And ASU goes up 25 to 20, and Adam Miller's pounding his chest... And Jose Perez has guns in the air, and you look at the clock, and you're eight minutes into the game, and it's yeah. like, dude, what are you? What are it's we like doing? Like real bad time. Like read the room, right? And they idiot. Can't, right? I believe from there on out, right? And I, I, I want to look this up because I always, I like to be. And that's when the fight started. Brian Peterson <laughs> tweeted it, and it happened to coincide with that. ASU started the game nine of thirteen overall, and seven of seven from two over the first eight minutes. It was a good start. That happened, Shelby, right? It was 12 of 45 for the rest of the game and 8 of 27 from two. Yeah. It's, it's dumb. As The Rock once said, Brielle likes The Rock, know your role and shut your mouth. Boom. You are in McHale. You are in McHale up five with 30 minutes left in the game. There's a lot of time left, guys. And if there's anything that Caleb Love wants you to do, it's talk shit. Oregon talked shit to Caleb Love, and he gave it right back to him. Keyshaw Johnson got attacked that game for tapping his head. <laughs> I know. That was right? so stupid. Like, there's certain dudes that, that feed off it. Certain guys don't want it. And there's a lot, like, Adam Miller. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. 
Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I tweeted this. Adam Miller and Caleb Love played in a really, really, really good high school game in Chicago. And they went back and forth, and it was heated. And so if you were wondering why they kind of went at it tonight, I'm get, they have a history. There's a history. Right? Jose Perez, by the way, who has a gut, which was he's one of... so chunky. I love Jose Perez. Because like if I play... like a beast. First of all, he's 26 years old. <laughs> Is he? Yes, literally oh 26 years old. Uh, I love that guy. I don't think he's very good, but he's got like an old man he's game. He's like grit. Like uh, Khalif Battle or uh, on Temple used that like this dude had 14 points and it was all post ups and he does nothing else. It was an old man game. Anyway, like I don't care if you talk trash, but if I were if you were to say, Jason, what guy do you not want to talk trash to in Arizona? I would be like, look, dude, you could talk trash to this guy. This I would talk trash to Krebus because he probably can't understand you, but I wouldn't talk trash to Caleb Love. And one of the funniest parts of the game, and I thought one of the turning points, was Jose Perez got the ball, and Kylan Boswell was guarding him. And Perez bumps into Boswell, and he backs up a little bit, and then Boswell literally screams, bring it. And then Perez ties to bring it, and winds up turning the ball over, or leading to a bad three, and then Boswell, no, it was a bad shot, and then Boswell came down and hit that floater in traffic that was ridiculous. Like, don't poke the bear. Just don't, do, I just know your role, right? Like, and, and like, I don't know. Like, it's just weird to me. Like, UConn today, like Cam Spencer, who's really fun to watch in UConn, talked crazy shit to Marquette, right? Yeah. Because they knew that they were beating the crap out of Marquette. And Marquette talked a little bit of trash too. Like, you don't go into McHale up five with 30 minutes to go. And think Pounding your chest, <laughs> slapping the floor throwing guns up in the air. It's like, what are we doing? And by the way, even when ASU is shooting well, like, at no point did I say to myself, this is going to continue. Because ASU is just not that type of team. You can't sustain it. I think Frankie Collins hit a shot where he was, like, falling, and somehow it went all the way up in the air and then fell in the basket. It was just stupid. I do feel bad that he's on that team. Because if he was on any other team in the Pac-12, except maybe USC or, you know, like, any good team... Like, he would shine more. Like, I really, I think he's a good kid. Well, Colin, I like Frankie Collins, but, like, even him, like, that team goes as Collins goes. And Collins played 23 minutes and was in foul trouble in the, in the first half. And to his credit, he stayed out of foul trouble. But, like, they took out Collins for, like, two minutes, and then Arizona went on a 9 nothing run, and it was, like, 33-24. to 24. Yeah. And then they put him back in because, like, he's that dude. And they don't have a bench. Like, they absolutely, ASU has... No bench whatsoever. Um, yeah. Yeah. You're kind of just letting me cook in this one. I'm letting you. Well, what do you want me to do? You are more exuberant coming home from this game than you've and ever been before. I like I like ASU. Uh, and then, like, they're bigs. Like, he's, like, Hurley started Phillips. And Phillips is cannot score whatsoever. No. Right? So you're, you're not stretching the floor at all against Umar. Phillips fell out in 11 minutes. Uh, I think he had a rebound, right? Mm-hmm. He had a rebound and assist. He took one shot. Then you put in Gaffney, and Gaffney could extend the floor. He hit a three. But the one thing that Gaffney cannot do for a guy his size 
is his on-the-ball defensive IQ is atrocious. Has just no idea what he do. He fell down at 12 minutes. Arizona's, or Arizona State's bigs picked up 10 fouls <laughs> in about 10 minutes. In, in 12, like, they fouled out. All the fouls. The, they played 11 and a half minutes on average, and they both fouled out. And they have no bench. Like, ASU just can't, like, they, they can't. Kamari Lands just wasn't ready. He went one of seven. He's just not good enough. Uh, and then that's it. Like, Celebonge is, like, they had Celebonge at center. He's 6'8", 215 pounds. And Umar Bala was like, my God, this is the greatest moment of my life. This is the best night of my and life. And then I think he had, like, three shots in a row. And that was that. Like, he's like, you're guarding me with basically a small forward. That's it. Boom. Uh, do you want to go down the line? Of I guess. Arizona I mean, it's not like it's, I mean, you want to let, Okay. Wasn't it Jaden Bradley's best yeah, performance? Yes. That I, I watched a lot of a lot of BAM last year. I, I watched a lot of college basketball, Shelby knows. That was the best I've ever seen Jaden Bradley play. Uh, twenty one points, eight of eleven from the field. He hit his three from the corner. His effort level was crazy. He's fast. By the way, no turnover, Shelby. Or no, one. Did he have one turnover? I can't see, I'm so excited. No turnovers. No turnovers in his last... I think he has one turnover in his last seven games. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, that was ridiculous. And, and I'll say this again. Like, I know Boswell was three of nine, but I had no issues with the way he played. When Boswell and Bradley play like they are right now, Arizona's easily one of the best teams in the country. Uh, you, you could say top four. Yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> Caleb, I mean, really, there's nothing to criticize. We can go down the line. Caleb Love, 15 points. I think he's the player of the year in the conference, although... We'll get to a guy making a run in a minute. I don't think it's KJ Simpson. I'm just not big enough on him. I know he played well in double overtime. Uh, Pella Larson, look, when, when Pella... Had a quiet game. When Pella, he, he was good defensively. I, they had him guarding Frankie Collins. That was uh, hard, in the game. yeah. Uh, but five points, seven rebounds. Kylan Boswell. Umar, I think Umar might be making a quiet run towards Pac-12 Player of the Year. But he's not flashy like, like Here's Caleb. The thing. So the only guy in the last, like, 20 years to average a double-double... In the Pac-12 was Zoo, right? Right. Umar's averaging a double-double now. He has a double-double in five straight games. The first guy to do it since DeAndre Ayton. Zoo did not do that, believe it. Last, last year, it's funny. He had four double-doubles in a row. His fifth game was the 40.9 rebound effort against Oregon. And then he had two more games after that. But, um, like, he's quietly, he's averaging, I think he's probably up to, like, 14 and 15 and 10 right now in the conference. That's awesome. Uh, Keyshawn Johnson loved the way he played today. He only had one rebound, but look, the rebounding numbers aren't going to be that high overall because Arizona made 57% of their shots. Right. Right. There's not in like Arizona won the glass 40. Didn't I say it'd be like 50 to 25? Yeah, you did. It was 46 to 28. So I was close. You're pretty close. Um, but like, there's no, I mean, you only have so many chances when you're making 58% of your shots. Uh, I thought he was great. KJ Lewis, I thought was fine. Uh, Crevis was fine. Eight points, six rebounds. Didn't bring the ball down, uh, which was nice. Uh, Morowskis looked like Steph Curry out, out there. That was hilarious. <laughs> was so My good. man hit a step back three. And we were talking, me, Brian Peterson, and Lev were like, how many teams do you think Morowskis would get minutes in, or at least be in the top seven in the, in the Pac-12? And I would say at least half. I think Morowskis would be in the top seven. Yeah, I uh, and, and, like, Tommy said after the game, he's like, look, like, you guys may be surprised, but he's like, Morowskis hits threes in practice every day. Like, Conrad Martinez, we'll get to in a minute, gives Bradley and Boswell and Caleb Love all. 
But the problem is, like, who are you... Like, people are, like, posting, like, oh, how come Moraskis doesn't get more minutes? Because it's, like, over who, right? Yeah, we've been saying this all year long. We have a, a ridiculous abundance of, of talent. Like, so who, like, who are you stealing minutes from? Right, you're not taking money, min- minutes, money from Money Pichard. and minutes. You're not playing them over Pebla. So, like, where are you playing Moraskis? And so... Next year's his year. The player of the game, Shelby, even though he didn't score. Is your boy. Is my boy, Conrad Martinez. I love him. Uh, I love Conrad. He's the best Spanish player at Arizona. He's my little top. Sorry, Helena Pueyo. Conrad for life. I, right. Well, one thing I said when when Jason came home and, you know, we're all vibing and we're all excited and yay and drinking Shelby White Claws. Shelby was vibing with two White Claws is what she means. Two White Claws in each hand. I did say that... The the elite level of passing displayed in this game tonight, like looking at the fundamentals, well, is it, where I like to to see just that outrageous level of amazingness. And Conrad had a couple really good passes. Even uh, Kylan had a great pass. Sorry, tw- I just want to to your point, and you can keep going. Twenty one assists on thirty six buckets. Yeah, it just it, it's those are the the indicators you're looking for when you're thinking about a deep run in the tournament those those fundamentals on on a daily basis that are being done well in game play where it's just like incredible and it makes people stand you know like you saw everyone stand up in Mikhail when Conrad did that one pass um but even the ball movement tonight there's a couple times where Pella had the ball and then he's giving it to Caleb and Caleb gave it to Balo and I mean like just the movement and I think Matt said, and and I'd have to go back and re- he said that. Speaking of Pella, I think Pella is like the Pac-12 like highest assist uh, passer in on all of the Pac-12. Like it's in, it's insane. So like those kind of uh, stats are good to see. The ball movement is good to see because when you get into the tournament, um, and obviously we all know what Arizona has done lately in the tournament. Um, if they can keep this high level going on, they obviously have earned that number one seed that, you know, if the tournament was starting tomorrow, Arizona was projected this morning to be the number four seed, number one seed in the tournament. And they deserve it. And they need to keep playing at this level to get there on actual Selection Sunday, which is Jason's favorite day of the year. Uh, yeah, it, it is my favorite Literally, day. Literally. <laughs> Who cares about Hanukkah? Who cares about Christmas? I love it. I Who absolutely... cares about his birthday? He loves Selection Sunday. And I'm also miserable that entire day. I have to drive around. I don't want to be home. Don't no one talk to me. I'm just it, waiting till four o'clock is miserable. Uh, but yeah, that show that brings us. I mean, look, I, I there's only so much you can analyze, but it was just an ass kicking, right? Like there's, I can tell you, whatever. There isn't one stat that Arizona. I mean. ASU forces turnovers, and Arizona only turned the ball over five times. Like, that's just stupid. And I said in the preview, I said if Arizona doesn't turn the ball over, ASU has no chance. And some of it, too, if you wanted to, like, really look at those five, you want to be super critical about it, were just stupid because it was, like, some of that back and forth. Like, Arizona took the ball from ASU and then immediately lost it. And then, you know, like, it was because they were playing very fast. Like, Frankie Collins is is – a speed demon like and you know that's where he loses control but um i w- i mean just it's impressive across the board obviously but especially against your quote-unquote rival in the territorial cup um one thing i did like today that was uh cute obviously 
Uh, Brennan was in attendance at McHale. But the sharing of social media accounts since Brennan has been here, I've seen has picked up. And I think that the football uh, Twitter, Arizona football, uh, tweeted out to basketball to like defend the state. They had like a great tweet about it. So obviously those uh, different social media teams are working together. And uh, it's awesome. I love seeing all that on, on the social media zone, as it were. Uh, the show this morning... I uh, I don't really care. I know. I mean, I mean, because here's the deal. Like, I obviously I work for CBS. I'm only going to be so critical. Like to me, that's a show that a shouldn't exist. I get why it exists though. But if you're going to do it, do it like on Sunday on a Sunday night. Like, do throw it on CBS Sports. You know, it's just the thing is with it. Like, they do it right, and then Marquette loses by a hundred to UConn when. We just spent a half an hour or whatever it was of the show where Gary Parrish, who I respect, um, is saying that Marquette should be the one seed over Arizona, and then Marquette loses by 100, right? And then you're talking about Auburn, and even I'm saying, like, man, Auburn has a force tough. Well, it looks like Auburn's best forward towards ACL today, right? So Auburn's not a four without him. And now all of a sudden, Auburn lost two games in a row. All of a sudden, Kentucky looks like it just it literally loses its importance within minutes, Right. Um, I'll say this, Arizona is the one thing I think the the committee or whatever it was said that stood out was it was a unanimous four, like yep. all guys, First time all, ever. the 12 people in the committee, whatever it is, unanimous taught like Arizona, like even Jay Wright was like, did Arizona sneak in as the last one seed? And the guy was like, no, they didn't. They are a very clear one seed right now. And Arizona, the problem if you want to look at the schedules, there's only so many opportunities to get good wins. But I mean, if Arizona can probably afford to lose one game in the regular season and maybe not even lose and maybe lose once in the Pac-12 tournament, because conference tournaments don't mean a lot and they would probably still be a one seed. Um, So, but you definitely want to absolutely destroy your in-state rival. Well, all of a sudden, yeah. And all of a sudden (laughs) that, and we'll get to this next week, but all of a sudden that came Thursday. Oh, wow. Washington Washington State State. is a legitimately good team. But yeah, I mean, right now it's Arizona's clicking at the right time. The offense is ridiculous. I'm a firm believer and you want your offense to travel. Your defense will make it, you know, but uh, the saying used to be that defense wins championships and that's not necessarily the case in college basketball. Overall, you kind of need balance, but whatever it may be, Shelby, take it away. Um, well, before I do, I realized something last night. I said on the podcast some thank yous for mug buyers, and I think I've missed a couple people. So I am going to say thank you to my buddy Wesley Schwartz, who always wants me to sing. This has been a non-singing podcast this time, but thank you for getting a mug. And also thank you to... Um, just Art at Pinto Beaner and Ilya Walensky. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. I have a couple other people to follow up with, but I did not mean to forget you at all. And also we had some people that did not come say hi to us today. We went to Portillo's. Um, I won't like shout anybody out particularly, but if you see us out in the world, come say hi. Also, uh, I, I will say I'm not very good with names, but there were multiple people that came up to me and Mikhail. And I'll leave those conversations private, but I will say that the the words that were uh, were said to Express. me were very kind. Numerous people, the student thing, where some students clapped and waved. 
Zonas uh, who knows you. That that meant a lot after this past week. So oh, it was very sweet. I, uh, I truly, truly appreciate oh, it. Oh, and shout out to Cheryl who's buying a mug right now. And Shelby, you know how to end these things. You know, in the wise words of me and our mug, no matter what you do, and actually I messed up already, no matter where you are or what you do, you can always... No matter who you're doing and where it is. Kick ASU's ass in all Arizona sports ever of all time. Bear down. One thing I forgot to mention, Shelby, mm-hmm. is that in his press conference, someone asked Keyshawn Johnson about playing ASU. Oh. And he shouted out Lute Olson and said Ooh. he plays for the block A on his chest. And there is no block A on his chest, but... Uh, it was it, very cool. It surrounds him to like a, a shield. Guy, to see a guy in his first year in Arizona just totally get it. So shout out, Keyshaw Johnson. Shout out, Lute Olson. Rip, Lute. We love you. Paramount Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. Are you still listening? Good. Take a deep breath. You needed a break. This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount+. Plus. So, yes, you can literally stream a stream. Paramount+, Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation.